0: Welcome to Hebrew Club, Moadon Ivri, and I'd like to uh, thank everybody for coming, and especially a public thanks to Tom Egger, my great colleague, for helping out the past three weeks. Um, he uh, has been a real help, me. so I appreciate it very much, Tom, and he even left me at a kind of interesting part in the narrative, if you guys will remember. We're going to start on verse 32, um, and remember Saul and Samuel have had kind of the beginnings of their confrontation. Uh, over Saul's activities, and uh, so here's kind of the end of that story. Uh, as we get to the end of 15, and in the beginning of 16, um, we pick it up, you know, a, kind of a different strain of what's going on. So we're going to start with verse 32. And again, I apologize for reading a little slowly. It's just that my eyes aren't what they normally are. <laughs> so verse 32: By Yomer Shemuel, Hagishu Eli at Agag Melakamalek. Okay, and Samuel said, Hagishu, what's the root? Common root. Nagash. Nagash. And remember, this thing occurs in the hip field very commonly, to bring near. So this is a hip field imperative. So Samuel said, notice it's plural. Uh, bring Eli, Eli, Eli to me, Agag, the king of Amalek. Right. All right, here we go. Va-yelik-elab-agag-ma-danot. Uh, by Yomer Agag, Akein Sar Marhamavet. Okay. Uh, and he came to him, namely Agag. Now notice this word, Ma'adanot. It's, this is not one for your vocab cards, guys, because uh, it only occurs once or twice in the, in the Bible. And it's usually translated as uh, bonds or fetters. There's the root Adan, if you will notice, that means to bind, and and it occurs just a couple other times in the Bible, and in these other contexts it seems clear that that's what it means. So it's, Agad ah, came to him, and notice it's uh, accusative, there's no preposition with it. As we've often seen in Hebrew narrative, you leave a preposition out where in English you have to supply it. So you'd say, uh, Agad ah, came to him in, in chains or in bonds. Uh, and then Agad ah, said, "I ah came, surely Sar, uh, sar Mar hamabe. Notice that Sar is from what root? Sur sure. It's simple call uh, Perfect third masculine singer From the hollow birth And the, the subject is Mar Surely the bitterness of death Mar hamavet. Surely the bitterness of death Has uh, passed So A lot of translations will translate by Yomer As and he thought, And that can, that's possible in some context See So it's not like Agar actually said to Samuel, "Surely the bitterness of death is past." But I think the translation will go, "And Agar thought, surely the bitterness of death is past.' In other words, he's not going to die." Ha. All right. Uh, next verse, thirty-three. By Yomer Shemuel, Kasher Shikla Nishim and Samuel said, "Kasher." Just as now, notice this word, uh, "Shikla." Notice that this is a pl Perfect, third feminine singular. The shakal in the call means to be childless. In the piel, it means to make childless, to bereave of children, so you, so you take them away. And the subject is harbeka, your sword. So here's what Samuel says. Just as your sword made nashim, made women childless. Now, and you'll notice here, Samuel here and in chapter 16 kind of talks in this kind of poetic way. You'll see because you'll notice how interesting it is. Just as your sword made women child childless, Cain, Kishkal Minashim, Emeka. Uh, Thus, now notice here's the call form will be childless. Thus, your mother, Emeka, uh, uh, will be childless. Mithnashim from among women, see, so just, so notice how he plays with the p-l and the call form here, um, just as your sword made women childless, so your mother will be childless from among women, well you know what that means, that means he did it, so here's the next verb, et agag, okay, so he, here's another word not for your vocab cards. It occurs, I think, only here. So Samuel cut Agag in pieces. That's a pl from Shasah. All right. So Samuel cut Agag into pieces. Lifted him before the Lord at Gilgal. All right. Um, any questions up to this point? Wow. All right, good. Verse uh, 34. By Shemuel ha-Ramata. Then Samuel went to Ramata, to Ramah. Notice that this is Ramah plus a locative hay. And again, as we've seen, very commonly, uh, place names have a definite article. Vesha'ul, right. while Saul, Allah, went up to Beto, to his house, Gibat um, Sha'ul, Gibeah of Saul. Um, So I have a map here, since uh, Tom gave you guys such a cool map to look at last week. Um, I want to show you this map as we get to chapter 16. That uh, Ramah and Gibeah are very close, and then you'll also see on this map south of their Jerusalem, and notice that they're on the same highway. And I think that becomes important for understanding what Samuel says in chapter 16, Uh, in regard to what he's supposed to do so I'll just pass that map around as I'm uh, reading okay verse 35 then below yaseh shemuel lirot et shaul ad moto, and not did Samuel add to see notice that yaseh means to add and here's a common idiom if you guys haven't run across this very much yet yasa plus the infinitive. Notice that lirot is a simple call infinitive from raah. So Samuel did not add to see. But in English idiom, you would make the infinitive the finite verb and the yasa an adverb. So it's like this, and Samuel did not see again yasa, did not see Saul again. Now, so notice that idiom because you will see it all over the place. Ad yom until the day of moto, his death, until the day of his death. From the absolute form of mot is what? What would you find it in the dictionary? Without the, if you didn't have the suffix on the end of it, Mot. ma vet. Remember, ma vet, Until the day of his death. He, okay. Now notice what the what the author adds here with the key clause. He hit. Abel Shemuel el Sha'ul. But Samuel did mourn. Notice it, from Abel. But Samuel did mourn el Sha'ul over Saul. Or for Saul. Okay? Va Yahweh nicham ki Himlik et Sha'ul al Yisrael. But Yahweh niham. Notice that this is a niphal form. This word occurs uh, almost always, I can't say always for sure, but I think almost always in the niphal. Yahweh was sorry or regretted that himli. He made Saul king. Notice that's a hyphil from Malach. If this is a hyphil to make king, what would the call of Malach be? To reign? To reign or to be king. All right. So Yahweh regretted, and now notice the key is the object clause. He regretted what? He regretted that he made Saul king over Israel. Okay. Um, good. Any questions through chapter 15? All right. Chapter 16 now. Uh, verse 1. By Yomer Yahweh El Shemuel. Then Yahweh said to Samuel, Ad matai mit abel um, el sha'ul. How long? Ad matay. How long? Now notice that you have ata, the pronoun, plus a, a participle. The hit pale of a again Called again. Uh, Hitpeel participle. How long are you going to mourn el sha'ul over Saul? Ba'ani and I maas I have what's the root of maas can anyone see it? Just ma-as. just ma'as good it's a simple call perfect first common singular with the third masculine suffix but I have rejected him ma'as means to reject but I have rejected him mimlo from being king here's the call form notice of ma'as. I rejected him from being king over Israel alright Male, uh, fill. I'm sorry, piel imperative. Fill, Karneca, fill your horn with shemin, fill your horn with oil. Notice again how Hebrew operates very often without prepositions. It just attaches two accusatives and you figure out the relationship between them and the main verb. Basically, that's what's going on. So, fill your horn with oil. It wouldn't be, see, fill your oil with, fill oil with your horn, obviously. So, Uh, Just think of it as an adjunct there. So fill your horn with oil. The lake. Okay, notice that that is a call imperative from Allah. And come on, eshlachah. Come on, I am going to send you from shalach. So it's a call, imperfect, first common singular. Okay. The lake eshlachah. Come on, I am going to send you to yeshai. To Jesse, uh, Beit HaWach Me, uh, to Jesse the uh, Benjaminite. I want you to notice that this is Beit, alright, and then Ha plus Lechem. Everybody see Lechem? And then notice you have the Yud at the end. Remember that that's a Gentilic. When you want to uh, make, talk, uh, describe the person by the country that he's from. You very often in Hebrew will use the yud. So he's from Bethlehem. He's a Bethlehemite. A Canaanite would be ka-a-na, kaanani. See, from Bethlehem. Uh, just like in English, we use the I-A-M. He's an American. He's a Mexican. He's a Canadian. Okay, they use the yud. So uh, to Jesse, a Bethlehemite. Bethlehemite okay key for Raiti. I have seen Bebanav among his sons, a king for me. I've seen a king for me among his sons. Any question through verse 1 about anything? One Pretty clear? Good. Verse 2. By Yom then Samuel said, How a lake. How can I go Okay, from Hala. How can I go to Shama Sha'ul when Samuel will hear? Okay, how can I go when Samuel will hear Baharagah, and he will kill me from Harag? You notice know, the simple call, perfect, both Shama and Harag are call, perfect, third, masculine, singular. So how can I go when Saul will hear and kill me? Well, notice on the math, how would Saul find out? Well, notice Ramah and Gibeah are on the same highway on the way to Bethlehem. And so, you know, if Saul's traveling through, Saul, I mean, if, if Samuel's traveling through, Saul's going to know. See? And so uh, Samuel basically said, look, he's going to find out and he's going to kill me if he finds out I'm anointed of a king. All right? By Yomer Yahweh. Then Yahweh said, an Eglat Bakar. Notice Eglat is a calf. Calf of a of a cow, okay. So, namely, a we would just say calf for eglot bakar tikach. What's the root? lakach. Remember to take or to receive. And here would be a call imperfect. All right. So Yahweh said, a calf you should take Be'yadakah, in your hand, okay, be'amarta and. And say, okay, so notice that following kind of this imperfect with an imperative force, you have a vah plus perfect, second masculine singular imperative force. Okay, so Yahweh said, uh, take a calf in your hand and say, uh, Lizboach, in order to sacrifice, notice that this is a uh, call infinitive construct plus the preposition lamad for purpose. In order to sacrifice to Yahweh, uh, Bati, I have come. This is from Bo. Call perfect first common singular. So Yahweh said, take a calf in your hand and say, again to Saul or whoever, um, I have come in order to sacrifice to Yahweh. So notice the Hebrew word order is a little awkward in English. Okay, any questions through verse two? Alright, okay, verse three and call so notice we're following along with uh, verbs that we translate as imperatives so take in your hand the calf and say I have come in order to sacrifice and call to Jesse we would probably say invite Jesse to the sacrifice see invite Jesse to the sacrifice the anoki and I, odiaka. What's the root of odiaka? You guys know it. Yada. Yada. Notice that this is a feel imperfect from yada. Those first yud verbs, remember, in the derived stems, form their, uh, their prefix with the o, the o, so you have the first common singular. Instead of to know, I will tell you. I will make known to you see, Odiaka, I will make known to you that which ta'aseth what you should do, ta'aseth okay mashakta, and anoint for me etasher whom Omar whom I will tell you okay, so call, so beginning from verse 3 call to Jesse I'm sorry, invite Jesse to the sacrifice Ba, I just want you to look at the preposition he's using here And notice that uh, sometimes these meanings overlap because you will see later he uses Lamed that the narrator does. And notice the footnote, some versions have the Lamed. So invite Jesse to the sacrifice. And I will make known to you what you should do. Okay? That is, anoint for me whom I say to you. Uh, I'm suggesting that that U before Mashakta, that Vav, is further explanation of what he means previously I will make known to you what you should do that is so now he's going into a little more detail so it's explanatory that is anoint for me whom I will say to you and he tells him that because Samuel already knows his overall purpose he's supposed to anoint the king and he's supposed to anoint it from one of the sons of Jesse so now he's supposed to wait for Yahweh to actually point out to him whom he's supposed to anoint everybody with me Questions? Alright? So far, so good. Verse 4. Vayah Shemuel et Asher Deber Yahweh. So Samuel did from Asaph what Yahweh Deber, what Yahweh said. Right. You know, notice the difference from Samuel and Saul here. <laughs> he just did what he said. Okay. Vayavoh. And he went, and so he went, from Bo again, to Bethlehem, to Bethlehem. Okay. Now here's the v- interesting reaction. Notice this: Va'yachardu um, zikne ear likrato, and they it. They trembled from charad. This is a call imperfect, five consecutive, third masculine plural. And they trembled. And the subject is zikne ha'ir. The elders or the leaders of the city trembled. Likrato, to meet him. Or you can even translate this. And the elders of the city went trembling to meet him. See, and notice that Likrato is an infinitive construct from kara, an alternate meaning. Kara means to um, call or to read. But here, in the infinitive, you'll often see this it means to meet. So they came trembling to meet him. Okay? Why would they do that? Why would they be so afraid of Samuel? Given what you know. Samuel doesn't always say nice things. Samuel doesn't always say nice things. He doesn't always do nice things. Remember, he killed Agag right in front of him. And who knows what else he did? See? And they know he's a prophet of God, and what he says happens. What he says happens. So they're scared. Notice fear before the word of the Lord. They knew the word of the Lord was coming. When you think about that, there's a lot of implications for preaching and for teaching on this pericope here. Um, so, and he's, okay, now notice, and he said, Shalom Boakecha, bo uh, Um And he said, um, notice they asked him, in peace are you coming? Notice that that bo is a participle, call, I'm sorry, an infinitive construct call, infinitive, construct, plus the suffix. So, shalom, bo'eka. Are you coming in peace? Okay? That's what they want to know, shalom. Vayomer. And notice the shalom, in peace, again, uh, kind of parallels what we saw in chapter 15 with the bond. You know, agag, ma'ad, do, He came in bonds. Here, it's a more abstract notion. Have you come in peace? Hebrew just has, have you come shalom, peace. Okay? Bayomer, and he said, shalom. Okay. in peace. So he says, yes, in peace. Lizboa, in order to sacrifice. Here's the same construct, infinitive construct called. In order to sacrifice to Yahweh, Ba ti, I have come. So notice he kind of repeats almost exactly what Yahweh told him to say. Okay? Um, hit Kadshu, sanctify yourselves. Get yourselves ready, in other words, hit pa'el from kadash. Kadash means to be holy. Here's a hit payel, kind of reflexive. Get yourself ready. Prepare yourself. Sanctify yourself. Okay? Ubatem. And come with me. And again, a call, uh, second masculine, plural, perfect. And come with me, ba to the sacrifice. Okay? Ba yek kadesh. And he sanctified, got ready, consecrated Jesse and Etbanah, his sons okay, and he Yikra lahem, and he invited them, now notice here's La Lamed, La to the sacrifice so notice the narrator uses Lamed, but in the mouth of Yahweh and in the mouth of Samuel it's La and again uh, you know, you'll, you'll see the slippage and over, overlapping and meaning it's hard to say if there's any difference in the way we translate those two prepositions there so just be a little flexible. It's the same thing with L and all, which we've seen throughout this narrative. They switch around a lot. Okay? Any questions to that point? All right, good. Well, we'll stop here and uh, see what happens next week in the selection of the successor to Sol. Thanks very much for coming, you guys.